Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's poem is Longfellow's Woods in Winter. Woods in Winter is one of Longfellow's earliest poems, written during his senior year at Bowdoin College. It is immersed in the somewhat bleak Maine winter landscape. It describes a solitary walk, perhaps in the countryside surrounding Bowdoin College in the early 19th century. Let's listen. Woods in Winter by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow When winter winds are piercing chill And through the hawthorn blows the gale With solemn feet I tread the hill That overbrows the lonely vale O'er the bare upland And away through the long reach of desert woods The embracing sunbeams chastely play And gladden these deep solitudes where, twisted round the barren oak, the summer vine in beauty clung, and summer winds the stillness broke, the crystal icicle now is hung, where, from their frozen urns, mute springs pour out the river's gradual tide, shrilly the skater's iron rings, and voices fill the woodland side. Alas, how changed from the fair scene when birds sang out their merry lay, and winds were soft, and woods were green, and the songs ceased not with the day. But still wild music is abroad, pale desert woods within your crowd, and gathering winds and hoarse accord amid the vocal reeds pipe loud. Chill airs and wintry winds, my ear has grown familiar with your song. I hear it in the opening year. I listen, and it cheers me long. The romantic spirit that Longfellow and his generation imported from Germany asserted that nature is not something separate from us that we see and experience, but rather something that we project from within us, from our mind and feeling. James Russell Lowell wrote that, what we call nature all outside ourselves is but our own conceit of what we see, our own reaction upon what we feel. We find this projection in Woods in Winter, whether the young Longfellow who wrote it was aware of it or not. Is it the winter that is bleak, or is it the poem's speaker? Words of bleakness appear throughout the poem, or at least throughout most of the poem, Solemn, chill, lonely, bare, desert, here meaning deserted, frozen, mute, alas. The summer vine has been replaced by winter's icicle. The summer birds with their summer songs and the summer soft breezes and green woods are all gone. Yet there are winter sunbeams playing on the snow even in the woods, and the sounds and voices of skaters come from a nearby river. The speaker notes these brighter things, but they seem not to reflect his mood. When the poem does shift to a brighter mood in its final two stanzas, it's not because nature changes, but because the speaker changes. Let's listen again. Woods in Winter by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow when winter winds are piercing chill, and through the hawthorn blows the gale, 
With solemn feet I tread the hill that overbrows the lonely vale, o'er the bare upland, and away through the long reach of desert woods, the embracing sunbeams chastely play and gladden these deep solitudes, where, twisted round the barren oak, the summer vine in beauty clung, and summer winds the stillness broke, the crystal icicle now is hung, where, from their frozen urns, mute springs pour out the river's gradual tide, Shrilly the skater's iron rings, and voices fill the woodland side. Alas, how changed from the fair scene when the birds sang out their merry lay, and winds were soft and woods were green, and the song ceased not with the day. But still wild music is abroad, pale desert woods within your crowd, and gathering winds and hoarse accord Amid the vocal reeds pipe loud. Chill airs and wintry winds, My ear has grown familiar with your song. I hear it in the opening year, I listen, and it cheers me long. I've spoken of the young Longfellow, But without making clear just how young. Yes, Woods in Winter was written During the winter of Longfellow's senior year at Bowdoin, but he was still just 17. He enrolled as a freshman when he was 14. After he graduated at the age of 18, Bowdoin offered him a professorship in modern languages, the first at Bowdoin. But before commencing his duties, however, Bowdoin required him to travel abroad to become familiar with the languages he would be teaching, not just from books and lessons, but from immersion in the cultures where they are spoken. No doubt Bowdoin expected he would return with more maturity as well. He spent the next three years living and traveling in France, Spain, Italy, and Germany before returning to America to begin teaching at the ripe age of 21. I hope you enjoyed Woods in Winter and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media. And visit this podcast's website, firesidepoems.com, where you'll find previous episodes and also my email address. I'd love to hear from you to learn a little bit about who you are and what you like as you join me each week by the fireside.